hometown horror done right. Today on Podcast Magoria. episode of Podcast Magoria. I'm James. And I'm Autumn. And today we are finally getting around to reviewing a movie that it hits in hometown area. Mm-hmm. This is a local film. It sure is. Um, still on the indie circuit. Yes. Even, so this is very fun for us. Um, yeah, this is our first exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> and what a exclusive uh, to start with. Right. And that exclusive is Eldritch USA. Yes, this review is going to be slightly different than how we usually do it because we really don't want to give much of this film away because we want you to see this. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be um, interesting to navigate because we tend to go into incredible detail yeah uh for most of our movie reviews so folks what we want to do today is give you kind of the basic gist of what's going on and then kind of how we feel at the end yeah about the film yeah okay the basic gist of this film is uh, we have two brothers, Jeff and Rich. Mm-hmm. Jeff, poor, poor guy. He yeah. is just kind of a loser, Yeah, at, to put it lightly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and his brother, Rich, always seems to get his way, even though he's kind of a jerk. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it's It's definitely that, like... Big brother, little brother relationship. Right, right. Um, um, Rich is always stepping in and kind of um, <laughs> taking Jeff's light or, yeah. in this case, his girls. Yeah. And also, like, it, it's just a lot of that um, classic sibling rivalry. Right, right. <laughs> and these brothers happen to work for a news station mm-hmm. um, and they start to cover this story about a backwoods cult. Um, yeah. Well, uh, not a cult, a community. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> as they put it. Yeah. And um, just the way that they introduce this uh, community scenario is humorous, mm-hmm. to say the least. Yeah. Ultimately, Rich ends up coming to the point that this this community is uh, not worth exploring. Yeah. Let's just forget <laughs> about that mm-hmm. and move on. Yeah. Um, as our story progresses, of course, our characters run into some tragedy and yes. have to revisit this cult and all sorts of culty shenanigans ensue. Yes, um, this is where you get, like, if you're a fan of, of course, obviously, if you could get from the title of the movie, Lovecraftian themes. Yes, <laughs> and I mean, honestly, that's something that I want to discuss when mm-hmm. we get to the review portion. Yeah. But I might as well say it now. Yeah. All of the little jokes and nods to Lovecraft stuff um, was just so much fun for me. Yeah. Every time they said anything Lovecraftian, you know, I gave a little giggle or was like, ooh, that's a Lovecraft thing. <laughs> yeah, lots of tongue-in-cheek um, puns and, and other, like, little, little, just, like, they pepper it in. Oh, yeah. Very well. Um, and then, of course, if you're just a horror fan, and as I think, I think that's what's nice is the fact that with a lot of other Lovecraftian films, mm-hmm. it's very, like, 
almost like a gatekeeping situation where it's right. like if you didn't read the source material, which sometimes I question if the <laughs> if the makers of the films have, but um, but it, yeah, if you're not overly familiar with it, well then it's just a lot of them throwing names or mm-hmm. or random chants, and you're you're just expected to know. And I mean, not to poo poo on Lovecraftian stuff, but I mean, it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. And oh, so yeah. it's, it's kind of that's I think what always holds back a lot of Lovecraftian films. Yeah, you kind of have to be in the know with this one. It's fun if you're in the know. Yeah. But you also don't feel like you're being left out of the joke. Exactly. And boy, is there a lot of jokes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so just kind of like to polish the back end of the synapses for this, Jeff and company <laughs> have to figure out how they're going to resolve um, this bumbling community's error. <laughs> <laughs> and I- I'll tell you, like, you don't really know what angle it's going to hit like mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of ways for real um because with a lot of the themes that happen in this film you mm-hmm. expect it to go a certain way especially if you've seen enough of these kind of indie horror films yeah. that involve cults and um can I say it? The undead. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> because that is a big part of this movie is the undead. Um so you kind of go in with your preconceived opinions about those yeah. kind of films and you end up going, whoa, that was different and refreshing. Yeah, um, because honestly, the subject material is, I mean, it's definitely cliche. Mm-hmm. Like it's been done a bajillion times by big studios, small studios, indie stuff. I mean, like tv shows everybody's touched on this yeah very few and far between have not touched this kind of scenario and and even uh but a very small percentile i would say have pulled it off Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i want to welcome the uh makers of this movie to that small percentile because i think they pulled it off yeah and i mean it might be so refreshing because it is in a musical style yeah but i don't know the the music didn't take away from the story everything was in place yes it was very tight yeah okay so now that we've talked a little bit about the plot without giving away anything, which is a challenge for us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we will continue to tiptoe on the minefield while discussing aspects of the movie. Yes, because <laughs> if we give away too much, yeah, it, it will make you go, oh, well, now I don't need to see it. Exactly. <laughs> so, so let's address the elephant in the room. This is a musical. Yeah, yeah. Let's get back to the musical <sighs> aspect. Um, the songs are incredibly charming. I actually have favorite songs from yes. this film, and it's got to be the one of the first songs that we hear. Yeah, not the very first one, but the second one, the community yes. song. Yes, because it's like kind of a got a weird glockenspiel (laughs) feel to it but it's also banjo so it's like hillbilly glockenspiel like (laughs) yeah um 
yeah, the instrumentals, like, or the instruments and such used um, in the songs. And th- there's a few that you wouldn't expect. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but are done in such a clever fashion. I think that if you're a fan of Campbell the Musical. Oh, yeah, this is um, right up your alley. I would say that there is sprinkled in through each one of the musical numbers. I, and I'm... I'm like this is high praise here is I would say if you like Campbell musical, mm-hmm. Dr. Horrible mm-hmm. and the musical episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which this is, this is it. Which like, I mean, I think a few of the people that are in this are part of like the uh, Buffy musical yeah. crew, because, of course, we have a lot of people in here that. We recognize. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's local. Um, there are a lot of local talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Including some of our Slice girlfriends. That's right. Yep. Yeah. So if you follow any of like the local stuff for Springfield, Missouri, um, as far as like kind of like the independent circuit and especially the even smaller community of the horror Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's a lot of usual suspects in the mix and it was fun you know kind of going oh there's there oh look who that is you know and yeah, and, and yeah seeing, i recognize that person yeah, yeah and uh and so that was fun for us but but ultimately like all that you know familiar faces aside yeah the production for the songs mm-hmm. fantastic yeah editing spot on yeah. um sounded great yeah as I said, it was like, usually I'm not one to automatically go, okay, I love this song. Yeah. This is a favorite song. But like, besides the community song, I really love <laughs> the ritual song. Yes. Just because it was not what you expected. <laughs> yeah. But it also gets in your head. Yeah. As as a ritual song should. Exactly. As, like, it's it's... You're almost find yourself going, all right. Well, yeah, I'm going to start chanting too. Yeah, let me, let me go grab my robe real quick. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it that's really fun. Um, one of the very, like, one of the later songs, I was just like, this is a, this is definitely like a Buffy the Musical uh, song. Yeah. Like, this is, this is, because you got a little bit of action while things are happening. And it's just like, perfect. Um they another thing that a lot of independent musical movies and stuff don't do very well that this one knocked out is multiple singers like mm-hmm. doing the split screen thing where yeah. where it's sometimes it doesn't match up or or you know, because it's filmed or maybe recorded a different like like yeah. the audio doesn't like somebody's doesn't... voice is stronger than yeah. the other person's or what have you yeah yeah, yeah the sound mixing it was top notch because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like i mean we've we've touched on a few musicals over the past couple episodes uh and and some of them like i would say even like uh and the apocalypse um mm-hmm. that movie like that that one actually has a relatively large budget and there's some... And it has its problems yeah. with its songs and i mean of course we didn't touch much on it in our episodes because we want to review it eventually but um i agree like um this just from the songs alone this movie feels so much more much more of a bigger budget yeah than it probably was (laughs) yeah um you know i i guess like i'll 
I'll continue to kind of keep it reined in as far as comparisons go uh, to obviously Cannibal, Buffy, and um, <laughs> and Doctor Hor- Horrible yeah. because the fact that those are I think the closest that this comes to is because the humor yeah. It's probably the inspiration for sure. Yeah. And um and yeah like so with those three productions in mind, um, just kind of comparing the concepts of the songs to those, it's very very you know well thought out, um, and then to compare it even to our last episode when we reviewed the Phantom of the Paradise, mm-hmm. where that musical songs were just put in just to have them yeah didn't really seem to fit the vibe yeah of the scene or it didn't really have a whole lot to do with the story meanwhile these songs fit the vibe yeah fit the story and were just fun yeah everything everything just i mean like puzzle pieces just fell together it flowed really nicely i there was never one point that i was like ah great here we go another song yeah Um, sometimes in musicals i do that yo for sure (laughs) and i i know i'm sitting there watching a musical i should expect another song but sometimes (laughs) i'm i get a little exhausted yeah there was never a number where i was just like okay come on here's the here's the shit one yeah. There's never there was never that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um because there's even songs in some more popular musicals, horror musicals especially mm-hmm. that I'm like, <laughs> I know this is sacred, but the song I wish they would take out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I have to sit through the song one more time. <laughs> um yeah, and that's this one there's never that feeling and it's amazing cuz it's almost 2 hours long. Mm-hmm. And perfect didn't feel like two hours no no. or close to two hours no it was it was definitely like the back half i was just like how much more do we got left i looked i was like oh holy crap like we we we've gotten through a lot of movie and i didn't even feel it Mm -hmm. and that's also very rare for an independent film um there is one more song i do want to touch up on and it's just because the humor was spot on mm-hmm. and uh it was just a cute little number um and that's why i want to point it out and it's the one where they were kind of giving the rules on being a human oh my god that and is with the so, illustrations yes it, it's so funny yeah like that that is probably my second or third like probably third favorite oh, just yeah, because it's, yeah. cause it's hard it's definitely hard to put them in a in an order in an order because yeah. of the fact that like because even the opening song is strong yeah and you get like and and they basic they pretty much put it right there in front of you this is a musical yeah expect dancing expect a big number yeah because it wasn't <laughs> very far into the film that we got our first song like mm-hmm. what less than five minutes yeah or yeah so? maybe yeah yeah it's <laughs> basically like it starts it's music <laughs> yeah um so to kind of move things along a little bit from the music aspect um and since we've kind of circled back to the beginning i'd like to talk about title sequence yes and more importantly chapter uh title like title screen yes um if you're a longtime listener you know i'm critical about some opening uh titles mm-hmm. <laughs> 
what this one was so simple, so poignant. Yeah. It was really nice because right after we get our first song, we get the title of the film, Eldritch yep. USA, and beautiful font, nicely yeah. done. And then I did like that this movie was set up as chapters. What I think is a really smart move is if, say, for instance, you know, they wanted to do outside of just, you know, doing the, the indie circuit mm-hmm. and stuff, if this got released as a mini series, mm-hmm. like where they were just doing ep- episodic, like it would work. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I think that's kind of neat is the fact that there's definitely a hard start hard stop to each section and i like that the chapter titles actually did have a lot to do with what happened in the chapter Uh, yeah um (laughs) i i like that the first chapter title i was like oh and we see (laughs) why it's called that (laughs) yes um another thing and there's something that happens and i'm i don't want to i don't want to reveal of course but the be sure that when you do get to watch this movie, pay attention to the chapter titles mm-hmm. because there's something about them that I think is really fun about how they're presented um, each time. Mm-hmm. So with uh, with all that being said, um, another thing that we point out um, often when we talk about maybe low budget or independent films, because we've reviewed quite a few at this point yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'd say more than a handful (laughs) yeah and uh that is the cinematography yeah um usually with films like this you can tell that somebody was just like oh i i know how to make a movie i can pick up a camera and do whatever this person, the cinematographer, definitely knew what they were doing. Yeah. Um, because this is a really beautifully shot film. Yeah. From the day shots to the night shots. I was super impressed with the night shots because I know how difficult that is with lighting and whatnot. And, uh, I mean, we get one of the songs are being is being sung uh, while one of the characters is walking down the street mm-hmm. perfectly lit we can see him and all of his expressions yeah and then when the big horrible accident happens yeah. like most of that is filmed at night and we see everybody's reaction everybody it, all yeah. the details yeah. we need to see yeah it's 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 amazing how again like a smaller production does a better job than a lot of a lot of like within the past year big budget horror films Mm -hmm. can't do yeah like because um something that we usually have to do for a lot of our reviews um especially for dark movies is jack up the brightness because you can't see what the Mm -hmm. hell's going on we didn't have to adjust our settings at all for this film it was all it was all great like they did a phenomenal (laughs) job which makes you wonder okay folks like how is a how is it that we have an independent studio Mm -hmm. able to accomplish great sound mixing we didn't have to have subtitles that's true i didn't even think about yeah. that i was able to hear everybody very clearly yes um and then also um yeah we could see everything like they didn't how have are, a, they how didn't are they ha- able to do it yeah they didn't have a 700 million dollar budget like but then you have all these tv shows and movies and stuff that i 
like you can't see or hear anything mm-hmm. and and, it, and it's it's insane and so that's why i i absolutely the whole time watching it i kept going i'm i'm not usually so focused on um sound mixing mm-hmm. out you know and, and and but this was i was just like okay they're filming in a busy bar and it's obvious that you know there's some adr happening and yeah stuff. yeah but but the thing is it's like in the in the scenes that are like inside a, a house or inside of an apartment or in a barn or whatever um again with a lot of other independent films um You'll hear, There's like, echo- echoing. Yes. Yeah. It's hollow. Yeah. You know, um, like, yeah. they're talking in a tin can. All, every single scene, the sound sounds different. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, duh, it's going to. But on big-budget films, like, there's not really a difference in sound. Yeah. You know? Like, volume or anything like that. So... It's very impressive for a film like this to be able to do. Yeah, I'll, I'll use um, Zombie Wars. Oh my God! As an Why would you use the worst movie of all time well, as an example? <laughs> as an example of of what we're talking about, where as each person says a line, the audio um, quality it, changes. Right. It's right. like they were using like fifteen different mics. Yeah. For each piece of dialogue. And this, it's 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 a, it's so everything's just on one level. Yeah, the the you know the the noise in the room isn't too loud. Um, the the any of the like sound effects that are happening mm-hmm. it doesn't sound out of place. Mm-hmm. It's all very natural. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the only um, critique that we had about that was um, some of the overdubbing. Yeah was slightly off but like honestly if that's the only critique that we have about anything like that's great which i mean ultimately if you're leaning a little bit more towards like a trauma feel then (laughs) yeah then perfect yeah but but again like i mean but trauma does it on purpose (laughs) yeah yeah and and you know haven't haven't spoken to the um the filmmakers you know we have we haven't talked to anybody that was on production on purpose i wanted to co- go into this clean yeah um and then maybe we'll do a follow-up at some point in time um or at least have a conversation with them because i'd like to t- just you know face-to-face gush over the I, yeah i want to <laughs> open that brain up <laughs> yeah because i do because there's a lot of choices that um you know that we were like hmm i wonder like because there is a part, a point in the movie where um, you you went, oh, Bud the Chud. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the makeup that is that um, the undead have. Um, yeah. Kind of reminds me of Bud the Chud. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there was some inspiration. Yeah, it's, from it's that. very like um, that or Return of the Living Dead Two. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just that classic. Yeah. Undead look. Again, okay, uh, perfect segue to overall look and feel for maybe special effects. I, I want to mix special effects and makeup together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, of course, this movie didn't have too much gore yeah. and blood, so not too much special effects to really, you know, critique. Yeah. But what you do see... Mm-hmm. Looks good. Yeah. Looks yeah, good yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah. There's there are wounds. Yes, there are, are wounds. Featured. There is blood. Yeah. It's nothing 
bad or good about it. Yeah. It, it. It does its job. It doesn't take you out of the movie. Exactly. I'm not going, oh my God, this is the worst freaking yeah. special effects I've ever seen. And I think that there is a good blend between um, practical and digital effects. Yeah. Uh, I was super uh, impressed, actually, with the digital effects. Yeah, especially... A thing we can't really talk about. Yeah. Well, okay. The climax <laughs> of the film, we do see an entity. And to be honest, uh, for indie film, you'd expect it to look like something out of 1995, you yeah, know. Yeah. But whoever did that work um, did a fantastic job. Yeah, you're not getting birdemic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, everything... All the digital effects um, look very natural. Mm -hmm. They don't look out of place. I yeah. mean, you know, to a trained eye, or if you're if you're looking for it, you can spot yeah. some of the stuff the, that's been digitally added. But but at the same time, I mean, like here's the thing: an average viewer that's not. That's not, not going gonna to be, be doing looking. a review. Yeah, they're not going to be looking at that kind of <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah. They're just going to be like, whoa, cool. Yeah. Um, and so that was that That was the thing. I was just like, yeah, there's nothing here that that screams to me, oh, got another digital bird flying across the screen. You know, or, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, like, to point, to poke at um, Phantom of the Paradise, like, there's some digitally added things yeah. on there that is horribly obvious yeah i mean but that was the 70s yeah fair enough but <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah like great great job on that as far as makeup and costume design i think mm -hmm. everything made sense to the characters yeah i like the um the the outfits for the community Yes, yes. <laughs> it's what you would expect to see from a community. Yes. <laughs> Very, uh, I will say, um, the cult uh, uniform. Mm -hmm. While it's just the robes and whatnot, it it still had its own style about it. Well, yeah, it definitely has that Ozarks inspiration. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but there's a few of the hoods or masks or what have you um that some of the folks are wearing the way that the cut of the fabric is and stuff and i don't know if this is intentional but mm -hmm. it kind of like felt almost as if it was an homage to again older films that deal with cults and stuff yeah. like that like I mean, yeah or even you know a slightly newer one like the void and such because there was like there's a, there's a certain silhouette that some of them yeah have, yeah you know that was just like I'm pretty sure this is intentional. It definitely felt like it it was supposed to feel like old. Yeah. Spooky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing that's, uh, again, like that some of the other horror musicals don't do, like they lean too hard into one or the other. Mm -hmm. And um, though I wouldn't say this is the scariest movie ever because it's no. very horror comedy. No, but there was at least more horror in it than a lot of these other musicals that we yeah did talk about. Yeah, I think that this sits very comfortably in the horror musical category. Yes. So as far as every all the production stuff goes and such, um, I think that the dialogue was very natural as well. Uh, that was uh, one of the main uh, critiques that I did want to talk about was uh, the writing. Yeah. 
in general, because uh, as you said, it did feel very natural. Um, the bickering between the two brothers, yeah. just what you would hear uh, in any kind of brotherly relationship like that. Um, the joking between Jeff and his friend Colin, very much like any conversation I've had with any of my friends. There are so many other movies that have the goofball best friend uh-huh. that do not write that character well. Yeah. And and dang it, I like I I don't wanna just be like, oh this is great, this is great, this is great. But um again, like we have we have a character that initially I was like, oh boy. Mm-hmm. This is the good this is gonna be the thing. Yeah. Um but there's so much well intended ideas mm-hmm. uh that that are placed in that even things that you would go oh, okay well this is maybe we didn't need this or maybe this was stupid but mm-hmm. then it ends up paying off later on in the movie yeah and a lot of callbacks and such between the different dialogues plus i liked i did like um the character of colin because he was the one that was kind of like what you guys don't watch horror movies yeah, yeah. he was the one to do the references yeah, and he, whatnot he's the audience Yes. Yeah. And um and I think that the type of person that's probably gonna watch this movie <laughs> is a Colin type. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh yeah, like uh the actor that plays him I think did a phenomenal job and also like the the script is great and I'm and this is another thing that I would like to have a conversation about is you know, as far as how natural the dialogue was mm-hmm. how much of that is 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 this movie are we talking coen brothers level is this all actual <laughs> full-on scripted like, right no dicking around or no was there off? some ad-libbing in yeah. there like because like, i'm very curious for sure and i mean while we're on the writing the songs mm-hmm. i'll have fantastic uh cadence yeah and uh, so I really appreciated that. And I think that's what made the song so fun and what made them engaging. And I guess why I felt like, ooh, I can't wait to get to the next song. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is flat out. I think that's the only thing about the movie is that, it, that you would usually look at it as a negative. But in this case, it's a positive is you're going, oh, you know, usually you go, God, what's going to happen next? Ugh. But this time it's like, I can't wait to see what's going to how are we going to keep going? Yeah. How, how yeah. is this going to play out? Yeah. And, and again, like how you think it might, mm-hmm. it doesn't. And <laughs> right. Yeah, definitely. The movie as a whole, I, I just, I look forward to seeing what the next mm-hmm. uh, project is. Which it's funny that you say that because if you do end up seeing this, folks, make sure you stay through the credits. Yes, yes. There's a, they pulled a Marvel on yeah, us with right. this. <laughs> yeah, there is, there is mid and after and post credit. Like, so <laughs> yeah, stay seated. Um, um, I I guess I'll I'll briefly go back to uh, the dialogue and whatnot. I, because it is so natural and every scene has some sort of humor to it. Yeah. um, There's always some sort of little joke. Um, I I think that's what makes, makes you want to keep watching it. Yo, absolutely. And then again, like it's, it's a, um. You know, they just do a good job. It's a good balancing act uh, for uh, mm-hmm. doing horror comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
one last thing for me um, that I really appreciated was this movie features a lot of flashbacks. Yes. And I genuinely appreciate the fact that the hair mm-hmm. of the characters mm-hmm. were not just throwing dumb wigs on people. We're not just, um, you know, like coloring this or, or shaving that. They do such a good job at featuring a hairstyle for, cause they show the year. Uh-huh. And so like the, the hair and costume for the time that some of the, the flashbacks go is, it, it's, it's matches yeah and also again like these characters are sporting different hairstyles and it's their actual hair Mm -hmm. and i'm like damn like good on you for planning your production around that right uh because i mean we usually we're having to do that for cosplays yes and so we know how difficult that can be speaking of the flashbacks though um you know, usually we will kind of poo-poo on that kind of stuff because yeah. we're like, okay, we're getting too much exposition. Yeah, we want, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. want the story. We want to get to the spooky. Mm-hmm. Come on, do we really need this? Correct. But in this film, it made sense, mm-hmm. and it was just peppered in. Yeah. It was just a literal, like, boop. Yep. This yeah. is This is the drive of the character. This is why this character acts this way. Yeah. And another thing I appreciate is, like, we have you know not a not too many characters we've got pretty much the right amount of characters there's about like what six or seven characters all together yeah Yeah. and um i appreciate the fact that uh their names are used they use their names all the time (laughs) we did not have to guess wait who was that who did they say they were yeah (laughs) um and and i mean from the beginning you you know yeah. character names, so I yeah. didn't have to like pop on IMDb, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we never had to guess who they were talking to because yeah. they would straight up say, "Oh, Rich said this, yeah. Jeff did this," yeah, and I'm like, "Hooray!" Yeah, <laughs> they're feeding yeah. it to us. Yeah, again, but sometimes you need that. Yeah, especially <laughs> when you're dealing with a lot of like you know, and this movie doesn't have like 15 different plots going on. It's very yeah. straightforward. Yeah. But, Thank goodness, yeah. too. That's another good thing about it. Yeah, because they didn't throw. There's no. There's no fat. There's no. It's. It's. They. Everything has a purpose. All. All the characters are doing it. Like the the drive for the characters is correct. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not throwing in extra exposition where you go. Why the hell did we see that? They're not introducing characters like yes. close to the end of the movie because we've met all the characters by the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, it's like the first twenty minutes. You get introduced to all the characters. That's it. Yeah. There's no. There's nobody wearing a fake mustache going, "Oh, I'm," you know, blah blah blah. And like, I've been here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You know, and there's not a bajillion different locations. Also. Yeah. Yeah. Know, um, I like that. Might be the one criticism I have. Um, is there is a little bit of, like towards the end, there's a little bit of back and forth where. Mm-hmm. You kind of can easily lose track of where everybody's supposed to be. Yeah, but um, that's because they're trying to wrap it up yeah, for us. Yeah, and, but it's know. but I mean at the same time I don't need them to put a title. I don't need them to do like what Marvel's starting to do, which is every time someone's in a different room, they put bathroom, living room. This yeah, is, right. This is where they are. I don't need and the be, time and yeah, date. And yeah, yeah. What holiday? What just their happened. social security number yeah. is? You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that like that was that was the only thing because I think I I. 
I want to say that there was probably one set that was used for maybe two locations that I thought they were at a different location. Yeah. And, and that was that was the only thing. And again, it's one of those things where like I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't find at least something to pick at. Yeah. And if if the makers of the movie are listening to this episode, which I suspect at least one will probably have to listen to make sure we're not just blowing the whole thing up. <laughs> um, uh you know, please don't let that be like don't let my one little criticism um, derail how you feel about your movie because the whole damn thing's amazing. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> like, yeah, final verdict is yeah. uh, you guys knocked it out of the park. Yeah. And, like, I know that it's already won some awards uh, at a couple of indie circuits and stuff. Well deserved. It's the best yeah. independent movie I've seen yeah. in quite a while. I, I'm not going to lie. I was a little nervous it was going to be like, um, you can't kill Stephen King. Yeah. Yes. Uh, because it, at first, kind of had the vibe. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. But I was so pleasantly surprised. And I'm so thankful that we actually got to review this movie mm -hmm. and um, give it a watch. Yeah. And, uh, you know, help hopefully help support yeah some local artists yeah like yeah hopefully um this hits some areas that maybe um this movie won't wouldn't have hit and some folks uh some listeners of ours um that aren't from the area uh, will keep their eyes peeled for this and i promise as soon as um as soon as we find out where this will be streaming or or if it ends up getting a wide release, especially mm -hmm. like just keep your eyes on our socials and stuff, because we definitely will be uh, advertising it because yep. it, it is very important that everybody um, get out and see this movie as soon as it is available, because it is just a fun time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that we're we've pretty much have wrapped up. We've we've talked as much as we can about this movie yes. and, and we've given it our verdict, which is thumbs up and all the skulls and stars and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> all the screams all and booze and yeah. <laughs> uh, blood drops. What yeah. a, whatever system yeah, that's right. <laughs> we can come up with. Ten out of ten gold blooms. It's it's <laughs> Yes. Yeah. It's one to see, especially yeah. for an independent film. Yeah. Um now um, as we mentioned at the top of the episode, there were some familiar faces in um in this movie, uh, mm -hmm. some of the the Slice Girls are in it. Um, a lot of people that are connected to a lot of local productions. What a perfect time to bring up the fact that... Um, so coming up on June 23rd and 24th, Madhouse Productions, the Slice Girls, mm. and all the like <laughs> are scaring people on the stage once again um, down at Nathan P. Murphy's in Springfield, Missouri. Woo! Um, their last show, their their um, Valentine's Day show, was really fun. I have been very excited and <laughs> have been just like, dang, I because I, I, I doing it again. Yeah, when, when are we getting another? Because um, they're really fun. There's a lot of very talented people um, involved mm -hmm. with each one of the the vignettes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, everybody, I think, does a great job, and it, it, it's a fun time. Lots of tongue-in-cheek humor, and a lot of the humor that you probably would see in Eldritch USA, you definitely crosses over into oh, their yeah. productions. And sometimes it gets a little 
spicy. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, this one's uh, this one's not for the kiddies. Uh, that's for sure. But come out and check it out. Um, yeah. See these very talented folks. Yeah. And uh, give them a scream. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we also, in other news, um, we'd like to give a big, huge shout out to everyone that checked out our booth at uh, Springfield Pride this year. Um, yes. We were very surprised by the turnout. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, we had so many wonderful conversations with so many of you. and um, Yeah, this might be, for some of you, um, your first listen because of you know meeting us at pride <laughs> um which you know welcome yes um and then also it was very exciting to uh, and it's always exciting when we have like a few folks come up and go hey we listen to the show and such yes. and again that was um it was very surprising um how many folks that came out and you know, visited us and was just like, oh, yeah, we listen. And and it was very, it was very exciting. Mm -hmm. And it was just nice to, to see some of your faces. Yeah, even got to, you know, sprinkle in a little bit of discussion about um some episodes we've done. Yeah, so that was new for us. Yeah, because it's because it, we've had in the past, like folks go, oh, yeah, we listen. Mm -hmm. And then that's but it yeah no actual references yeah stuff. yeah so thank you thank you again um yeah. you know that just helps us kind of see that this is worth it in the end yeah. and uh yeah, yeah we're not just two fools talking into microphones uh you know being the only ones listening <laughs> so that that's very nice um also i want to thank anybody that um made purchases at our uh table mm -hmm. um you know because of course like Everything that, you know, like the proceeds help us continue doing this. Yes. Um, and so <laughs> that was very kind of you. Um, I hope everybody that um, bought the tea, enjoyed the tea, um, and uh, and the stickers uh, that they got for the cryptids were, were fun. Like... A lot of people got the Elvira sticker, too. Yes, yes. Uh, so at some point in time, we'll have to make that stuff available for our listeners that won't see us in person um, be able to get. Um, because right now, like, pretty much all of our merch is If you event. see us in yeah. real life, yeah. Yeah, it's it's exclusively just for events. Exclusives. Exclusives for you, exclusives for us. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so definitely um, thank you to everybody that came out and saw us um, at Pride. And welcome new listeners. And, and then, of course, thank you to our regulars um, mm -hmm. because we very much appreciate it. And... Um, and all that. <laughs> and more. <laughs> and that's all right. Yes. Um, <laughs> that brings us to the end this episode of Podcast Megoria. Our next episode, we're getting out of the musicals, folks. What? Probably <laughs> some people are going, finally, right? geez, I can't stand musicals. <laughs> yeah. ah, what's well, up with these theater nerds? The right. Um, <laughs> so hopefully this will tickle everyone's fancy. We're going to be doing another Cool Ghoul episode. Yeah, I like doing the Cool Ghoul it episodes. It is fun. Um, and this particular Cool Ghoul is a heavy hitter. We've been going, we've been hitting things from kind of different angles mm -hmm. and we it's time to it's, talk about it's time to talk about a legend uh absolute legend um who has inspired a lot of folks mm -hmm. um probably one of my first horror 
loves the, yeah. probably the first horror person that I learned the name of. For real, yeah. <laughs> like, and that is our cool ghoul, John Carpenter. Yes. Very excited to discuss his work and his life and all that stuff. You know, get into maybe some details that because everybody's just always talking about you know the thing and all that but yeah, but yeah let's, let's yeah, get into yeah. you know we talked about we reviewed body bags so yeah. we know the things that aren't as popular heck yeah <laughs> so join us next time for that until next time however are you dealing with a overbearing brother mm. Mm. have you been mixed up in a quote community hmm did something simple maybe get out of hand? Mm. Oh. Well, keep it together. You'll get through this. And most importantly, you must stay spooky. Brains. Brains. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Podcast Magoria with Autumn and James, starring Autumn Campbell and James Davis, produced by Taryn Westphal, with music by James Davis. Like what you heard? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for posts related to Podcast Magoria Productions. And as always, stay spooky. Mm-hmm. <laughs>